Hello adventurers! Welcome to the realm of magic, where you can delve into the world of fantasy, devoid of logic, and for once, escape reality. My name is Aurelia Leona, and I will be your host for today. We used to do reviews and come up with new fantasy stories for you guys to listen to, but today is different. It's the beginning of a new podcast segment that you all have been waiting for. It's called Beyond the Lines. Now, you can meet your favorite characters come to life, beyond the lines in the book. They will come here to our very studio and answer all your curiosities. If you guys have been following our Instagram at The Realm of Magic or our website www.realmofmagic.com, you guys will have seen a post which asks for you guys to comment on questions that you guys want to ask our very first guest. Even though some of you may know who he is, I will not skip on introductions. Um, this person is on top of some of our polls for months. The best supernatural being, top favorite male character, and most swoon-worthy moments. He is part of an ongoing webcomic series called Seven Wonders. This story is about Jaka, who was at the lowest in his life and decided to repeat his ancestor's mistake. His ancestor is Jakataru from the very known folktale Jakataruk and Seven Bidadari. The mistake he made was taking the shawl of a Bidadari called Kananga. He was only thinking of borrowing Kananga's power to gain what he lost. And Kananga is a Bidadari or supernatural being that lives in Kayangan, a place akin to heaven. As Kananga entered Jaka's life, he realized that he is closer to a supernatural than a mortal. This series tells about his journey to find his place in the universe as a devil, a god, or a mortal human. He can no longer remain ignorant to the world beyond logic and has to start embracing it. For those of you who just started reading Seven Wonders, please be mindful that this podcast contains spoilers from seasons 1 and 2. So please go ahead and read them before listening. Without further ado, Let's welcome Jaka from Seven Wonders. Punten, we are honored to have you here. Please introduce yourselves to all the adventurers listening. Punten, hello all the adventurers listening to the podcast today. I am Jaka, descendant of Jaka Tarub and Nawangulan from the folktale Jaka Tarub and Seven Pitadari. So yes, in my universe, the folktale and magic are real. Whoa, that's magic. How is that even possible? <laughs> what? Oh, for the viewers, I will be posting a video of this interview sometime later, so you can also see the wonders I'm currently in <laughs> Well, other supernatural beings are not able to do as much in your world, you know, where there is almost no magic around. But you know me, I am different. You are truly amazing. Tell me, what is it like to be in your world? I'm sure many adventurers are curious to know the difference between yours and ours. Essentially, they are replicas of one another. Our advancement in technology, medicine, science, and education are at the same level as yours. Fortunately, we are not facing a pandemic right now. Other than magic, everything is exactly the same as the way it is here. Some people are like the old me who takes advantage of other people to feed their own greed. They may change to pursue a noble purpose in life, but they can easily get swayed by emotions. Others may be extremely nice to a fault and are easily taken advantage of. 
It is hilarious though how humans are still the same no matter where they go. What about you? How would you categorize yourself now? Mm, yeah, so... Honestly, it's difficult to describe myself, but my intentions are clear. I will do whatever it takes to get what I want, whatever, to protect the ones I love and bring balance to this universe. With my devil blood, I do not feel guilty in using my intelligence to manipulate others. But my human side taught me to, to empathize. As much as I am using them, they are also using me. I put my life in the hands of the people who want to protect Kananga and find the truth behind this hatred and animosity towards Nawangulan, Jakatarup's wife. My actions are not righteous, I know that for sure, but it is affected by my greed to get my lover Kananga back, but I will stake an equal value as what I asked for. To me, it sounds like you are wiser now, don't you think? <laughs> yeah. Thank you for that. To refresh your memories about the series, or for those of you who are not on the latest episode of the series, Naungulan, who was banished from Kayangan for marrying Jakataruk and giving birth to a half-mortal, is currently the ruler of the seas and is a royal in Dunya Hitam. She is the current generation, Niroro Kidul. Jaka, yeah. many of the adventurers want to know more about the realms in your universe. Can you please elaborate more on that? Um, so there are three realms in my universe. Kahyangan, Dunya Hitam, and the Mortal World. Kahyangan is where gods, angels, bidadaris, and bidadaras live. The source of all light and good magic. The ultimate power is possessed by someone who can yield all the capabilities of the seven colors of the rainbow. Each bidadari has a color, and each color has a unique magical trait. For example, red is for strength and bravery, yellow is for intelligence, pink is for love, orange for passion, blue for leadership, purple for spirit, and green for sympathy. The angels, son of the god of creation, can yield these powers after it was given to them by the bidadaris of each color. This angel is the strongest from all three realms, right below the gods. How is this different? From Dunya Hitam. Okay, so Dunya Hitam is a different aspect. Dunya Hitam are bound by the rules created by the gods. They cannot freely move around the realms. They must be bound by a life and death contract when using their powers outside of their home, which can be disadvantageous towards all devils. Since the devilish trait is thought to be harmful, they cannot utilize their maximum power in other realms. This contract is what I used to gain some of my allies as the Prince of Dunya Hitam. Oh, right. Congratulations on your position. Woo! <laughs> I believe it must be challenging to obtain such a position. <laughs> Thank you. Being me is such a tough job, you know. I don't think everyone can do it. Only specific people can. As a part devil, part angel, and part human, I do not belong anywhere. I was even asked to eradicate my soul with light magic to get the position and be a devil entirely. However, in Dunya Hitam, the basis of their hierarchy is power. You can overthrow anyone with power, strength, and ability, even the ones obtained through lineage. 
I paved my way, keeping my entire soul, and became next in line to the throne. So, someone asked you to erase your angel soul to be part of the Yeah, yeah. someone actually did. That was... <sighs> I couldn't believe I almost went through with it. I guess I was extremely desperate. Talking about souls, all adventurers, including me, are curious about Hitam Puti and Abu Abu. How are they doing now? Is it possible to meet them? And um, my personal favorite is Abu Abu. Wow, you guys must really like them, don't you? Unfortunately, it is impossible to meet them one by one as the magical power needed to control them is quite large. They are, as you guys know, as rowdy as ever. Hitam and Puti are always at odds, even when Kananga is in danger. Hitam's powers are more developed as my grandfather, the current king of Dunya Hitam, trained me himself. Although Puti is as powerful, I have no clue or guidance in developing those powers. I am very thankful though for Abu Abu to step up and is finally able to fulfill his role, outgrew it even. Well, aren't they all you? Especially Abu Abu, isn't he the closest thing to you? Yes, that's right. I have been exposed to Abu Abu since I was little, so I began to take control by integrating my mind with my soul. I still refer to him as my mini-self, because on the outside, I represent all three of them. We want to know more about the difficulties and challenges you faced when you first met them. How is it different now? Um, so when I first met them, they took over my whole body. So I guess that doesn't count as a meeting, but more of a power struggle, you know? But since I was ignorant of their existence, my mind could not comprehend how they were able to wield such powers. Also, Abu Abu blocks my memory about them and the time they took over. When I recognized all three, like I said before, I was most connected to Abu Abu, who was a child form-like. I felt powerless against Hitam and Puti. They always gave me the headache and fainting spell. Now, after realizing that Abu Abu, who was created with the parts of Hitam and Puti, can become a whole being, therefore, it is possible that they can work together and that Abu Abu is the strongest out of the three. So now, Abu Abu has complete control. Wow! I... I myself would not be able to handle those struggles with my current mental capabilities. You are truly amazing. I now understand how you can garner such a large amount of fat. Thank you. <laughs> There's this concept in psychology about dualism. It is about having two differing opinions or personalities in one's mind or soul. Do you think it's similar to them? Hitam and Puti? By nature, Hitam and Puti are opposites. They're like yin and yang. But understanding their reasons to do the reckless or harmful things they did when they took over my body made me knew even more about them. If this dualism creates conflicting thoughts, then they are similar. Do you think this dualism helped you in any way? How did it help you grow? Albeit all the troubles, those endless conflicts in my mind made me more mature. I became more thorough and critical before taking my next step. I understand that doing one thing can lead to certain consequences. 
but I have to trust myself and wager on what I think is the right choice. I matured that way, or so my father said. I know that some adventurers out there have complicated life challenges and have the same conflicting thoughts you had. Oh, but not in a magical way, of course. What can you suggest to those people facing similar problems? Yeah, so in my opinion, you guys all have you have to take the risk and carve your own path towards the future you want. When hit with a complicated problem, it may not be as threatening as risking your life at every single turn, but trust yourself. Trust and make the first step. Don't just see the choices you are given. I could not lose Putih or Hitam, for example, for the sake of gaining more power and becoming the prince. I have to carve and make my own path and keep both because losing one means losing a part of myself my identity that i've had since i was little that is inspirational as a normal human being who is constantly faced with challenges i can relate so i am sure that all those adventurers listening out there we can take this as a life lesson to better ourselves in the future you know your world and my world is not much different. The difference is just magic, which is much cooler. I guess you could see me as the cool kid if I lived here, you know? Sadly, I don't. <laughs> yeah, I would love to teleport with magic, so I would not be late to classes ever. On a serious note, um, I heard that Hitam, your black soul, is supposedly cunning. And Putih, your white soul, is supposedly innocent. But after reading season 1, they are both as manipulative and cunning. Even Hitam is the one who, dis- who has a desire to protect you, so he's not all bad. And Putih does not seem all nice either. Yes, yes. This taught me not to judge a book by its cover, and that no one is perfectly nice or evil. Everyone has both sides. Not everything is black or white. It also opens up my eyes that the angels and gods may not be perfect. They can have their own greed and jealousy in their hearts like Putih, whose appearance is akin to the all-powerful angel. It drove me to rebel against his rules and find the truth about my universe. What do you think of the uncanny symmetry between you and the folktale? We all do understand that there's a difference between Jakatarp's story and yours. Kanala baited you while Naungulan never baited Jakatarp, but you did have the same idea to steal the shawl. What did you think about that? Honestly, I think it was fate that I met Kanala. Although Kanala did orchestrate the whole thing to obtain the protection power from my ancestor Naungulan, or now known as Nirorokido, all that manipulation and planning did not come without its consequences. Kanaka sacrificed our memories together to protect me and face her impending fate to marry the angel. I was given a second chance to fight for Kanaka, unlike Jakataru who couldn't meet Wangulan for the rest of his life. I am fighting for my love and existence, and with the chance, power, and supporters I was given, I am truly grateful for Nawangulan who had protected me until now so I can become who I am right now. I remember in season 2, the current season, you were having problems with your father. How did your choice to pave your own path 
affect your relationship with the people around you? Uh, I did go against my father's wishes to be first in line for the throne. As a result, he is now imprisoned in one of the chambers of Dunya Hitam's palace. I managed to get back to my friends and gain their support. I also convinced people who love Kanaga to help me. Do you regret any of it? No, not at all. Although I risk exposing my true self, an anomaly in my universe, and targeting my friends as traitors and resistors against the angel, I will do whatever it takes, whatever, to protect them and gain back my Kananga, my lovely, beautiful Kananga. I will change the way of the world so that people are not condemned by their status difference and gain the right freedom, not under the oppression of another strong being. Wow, that is truly commendable. I would not have the courage to stand up for myself like that. I can't wait to read the next part of your journey. I hope all the best for you. Thank you so much. I will not let you down for sure. <laughs> I like your confidence. Is there anything you want to say to the adventurers before we end this podcast? Uh, they may be your fans or potential readers of the webtoon. Well, to all of you, I may not know any of you, but I am truly grateful for all the support and love. Stay tuned because it will become awesome. Thank you everyone for listening. Please look out for the next episode of Beyond the Lines because we will introduce other characters from Seven Wonders. Jaka, we will try to invite Kananga. If you want to listen to other podcasts from us, Realm of Magic, don't forget to subscribe to our Spotify list, or you can open our website, www.realmofmagic.com. Oh yes, and don't forget, don't forget to follow me at Seven Wonders in Webtoon to see more of my amazing adventures. To end this podcast, I am going to teach you our customary ending. It's my favorite quote from Peter Pan by J.M. Barry. Oh, I think I know what you're trying to say. Wait, really? You know this quote? Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Let's just go for it then. I'm going to cue you in, okay? So, to all the adventurers out there, you may be in your room, outside, you may be working, sleeping, or even exercising. I don't know for sure. But we always know to keep believing in magic because... One, two, three. All, All the, world the world is made, made of faith and trust and pixie, and pixie dust. dust. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you for Bye. listening.